Hello, friend. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. This is Pastor Pitts Evans. On this podcast, we read and discuss one chapter of God's Word per episode. Let's go now to the Bible and see what the Lord has for us today. Luke chapter 15. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear him. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Does he not leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who do not need to repent. Or suppose a woman has ten silver coins and loses one. Does she not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? And when she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost coin. In the same way, I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Jesus continued, There was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had and set off for a distant country, and there he squandered all of his wealth in wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country, who sent him to his fields to feed the pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one even gave him any of those. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired men have food to spare, and here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired men. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was a long ways off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and he kissed him. The son said to his father, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fatted calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate, for this son of mine was dead, and he's alive again. He was lost, and he's found. So they began to celebrate. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. When he came near the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked him what was going on. Your brother has come, he replied, and your father has killed the fatted calf, because he has him back safe and sound. The older brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him. But he answered his father, Look, all of these years I've been here slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. 
Yet you never even gave me a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours, who has squandered your property with prostitutes, comes home, you killed the fatted calf for him. My son, the father said, you are always with me, and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad, because this brother of yours was dead, and now he's alive again. He was lost, and he's found. Jesus came to seek and to save the lost. And as this chapter begins, the Pharisees and the religious leaders are upset with Jesus because he's spending so much time with sinners. But he goes on to give several different explanations of sinners that need to repent and come home and how heaven views that, that there's rejoicing in heaven when one sinner repents and comes home. So in verse 4, he says, Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the 99 in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. And then he says these words, I tell you that in the same way there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. Now, this is not saying that the 99 are not important to the Lord. This is saying that the Lord has his eye on those who are estranged from him and those that are away from God. And I have to tell you, most of mankind is estranged from the Lord and away from God. So Jesus was calling sinners to come home to the original plan of heaven, that man was created by God and for God and to be with God. And so his mission was to seek and to save the lost. In this parable, he gives um, a ratio of 100 sheep and one is lost. So it's 99 to 1. And he talks about heaven rejoicing over the one that comes home. And the point is, friends, that if you're estranged from the Lord, the Lord is waiting for you to come home and heaven will rejoice when you repent and come home. So maybe you're one of these people that's listening today that was at one time really close to the Lord. Maybe something hurt you. Maybe you lost a friend or a family member. Maybe a pastor or a church or a ministry didn't behave according to your expectations. Maybe you had some kind of unsanctified religious motivation or ambition that wasn't fulfilled. Whatever the reason for your offense, if you pulled away from Jesus, Jesus is looking for you to come home, and he's searching for you. He's not angry with you. He's searching for you. So in this case, he left the 99. The parable is about leaving the 99 who are secure and going after the one and heaven rejoicing when the one repents. And then he gives a 10 to 1 ratio parable, showing that not only one in a hundred, but one in ten is important. Verse 8, or suppose a woman has ten silver coins and loses one. Doesn't she light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? And when she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost coin. In the same way, I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. And so there we have it again. In verse 7, Jesus says there's rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents. And in verse 10, he says once again, I tell you, there's rejoicing in the presence of angels, of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. That's talking about you and me, friends, or anyone who is away from God or separated from God by their sins. And so the Lord is calling on you today to come back home, and heaven is waiting to rejoice with you 
They're not scorning you. They're not laughing at you. They're not mocking at you. They're not despising you. It's just time for you to get back in step with the Lord. And he gives one more parable, and this parable that's coming in this chapter is known as the parable of the prodigal son, but it's really the parable about our virtuous father. And so the young man went to his father. There were two brothers, and one of the brothers went to the father and said, you know, I'm tired of waiting for my inheritance. Give me my inheritance now. And so the virtuous father gave the son half of everything he owned, just as the son required. But the son went away and he squandered all of that money. And the Bible says he squandered it on riotous living and prostitutes and so forth. And so he was um, actively engaged in sin and being estranged from the Lord. But there came a day when he came to his senses and he had run out of money and he thought, well, I'm starving here. I have no money. At least if I go back and work as a servant of my father, he'll feed me. And so in verse 20, he got up and went to his father. But while he was a long ways off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him and ran to his son and threw his arms around him and kissed him. Now, friends, that's talking about our heavenly father. And he may be talking about you. And so this prodigal son had been estranged from his virtuous father on a human level. Maybe you've been spiritually estranged from your heavenly father. And perhaps you've said, the Lord doesn't want me back. It's not true, friends. And just as in this virtuous father who saw his son coming and who had taken a step to return home, he was filled with compassion and ran to his son. The heavenly father's the same way. He's our virtuous father. You take one step toward him, one step toward reconciliation, and he'll come running to you and throw his arms around you and kiss you, just as this earthly father did. And so the the son had a little speech all prepared in verse 21. He said, Father, I have sinned against heaven and sinned against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Now, those were true words, but his father didn't respond and say, yes, you're right. You know, you've been a sinner. You're no longer worthy to be called my son. Yes, you've sinned against heaven. You've sinned against me. No, he didn't say that. He said to his servants, quick, Bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fatted calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. Why? Because this son of mine was dead, and now he's alive again. He was lost, and now he's found. And so they began to celebrate. Friends, it's the same way with you. You see, the Bible says that we were all as sheep gone astray. But now we're returned to the shepherd and bishop of our souls. That's 1 Peter 2.25. The Lord is waiting for you to come home. The Lord is calling for you today. Now, I know this doesn't apply to everyone who's listening, but as sure as I am sitting here speaking to you today, there are those of you that have been estranged from your heavenly father, and it's been long enough. Your heavenly father, your virtuous father, your loving father is filled with compassion towards you. And he's saying to you, his son or his daughter, it's time for you to come home. He's saying it's time for one sinner to repent. That's you. So repent and say, Father, I was wrong. I love you. I repent and I want to come home. I assure you he will celebrate and all of the angels of heaven will celebrate with him. Lord, I pray for my brothers and sisters that are listening, some that have been heard by various means, some disappointed, some 
have been thrown bad circumstances in their lives, mistreated physically, sexually, emotionally, financially. Lord, whatever the cause has been that made them pull away from you, may they return home to you now. And Lord, we know that you'll gather them in your arms and kiss them and restore them to the place that you've held for them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.